This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back to Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo. I'm here with uh, Tony Shore and Tony Marlette. Maybe we'll have to call one of you Anthony, but... uh, um, (laughs) uh, So we're uh, mid-October... Tax season's ending Monday, thank God, for all those people out on extension. But uh, I thought maybe we just have a little town hall meeting to catch up with, uh, you know, what's someone who's not an advisor thinking about pre-election, all kinds of stuff going on. We've got an election coming up in uh, next month. And and I thought it would just be good to just air a bunch of, I don't want to say grievances, but uh, concerns that... that uh, <laughs> Yeah, Festivus. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that the uh, the average uh, you know consumer, Tony Shores, you know, you're you're the typical client. So a uh, little young for a typical client, but that's okay. But uh, so I thought we just do that for a few minutes and uh, and see how everything's going. So. My tax season ended six months ago. Yours ended yeah. yesterday. Uh, I I had to file mine and my brother's and all our companies. <laughs> <laughs> so so. Uh, uh, Hopefully that all that all went well. So <laughs> paid in enough. So I get I was getting a little refund, so that was good. Oh yeah, good. Yeah. So I mean, in a way, they say that's not good though, right? Yeah. To get a refund because yeah. that means But if you underpay, then there's a penalty. So Yeah. Okay. So all right, Mr. Shore, what what do you got for us? I know I, I hit you kind of uh last minute on this, so uh, but No worries. Oh, I always have questions for you. And, you know, you and I have been talking a lot recently about estate and legacy planning, Mm -hmm. especially elder care law. Yeah. And um, and my frustration, I I was going to ask you about the market. I'll let Tony Marlette Jr. ask you about uh, the markets or talk about we can ask Tony. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we could ask Tony about the markets, yeah. but but my question, yeah, that would be my question for Tony. My question, well, not question, but uh, I am quickly finding out that, and I'm very frustrated and and ang- I would say angry. Anger is a real word here. I normally don't get upset and angry. You know, I'm not one of these people who go online and post things or go on rants about uh, things, but I will tell you that long-term care, <laughs> is is single-handedly destroying the family farm in our country. I, I said this on many occasions that that's the next pandemic or you know whatever epidemic whatever you want to call it, but I it's mean, destroying the family farm and and let me give an example for non-farmers out there. Uh, the, our family farm was homesteaded by the Shore family. Um it was never owned by anyone else when they when they settled the land in Minnesota, that wow. land was settled and homesteaded by Shores. Wow. My grandfather grew up there. He needed his he father needed grew up show. there. Yeah. My dad grew up there. And I actually grew up on the same farm because my grandpa's house was on one side of the lane. Our house was right across the lane. So uh, 
it's been in the Shore family forever. The farmland has been in our family forever. But because of a situation where my mom and dad didn't have enough saved for long-term care, my mom is now in long-term care on the state. So the state is covering, Medicaid is covering. And my dad inherited, my grandfather passed away and passed the land on to my dad. Problem is now the state will come after that land and it will no longer be in the family. Well, um, I won't necessarily, I mean, we, you might be able, did you, we talked a little about doing a disclaimer. Is it possible, but is he living on the land? He's living on the land. So it's hard to disclaim something. Yes. You can't disclaim something you're using. Right. And that's the problem. So, Mm. yeah. And if they had planned ahead, you know, if my grandfather and actually, um, uh, some family members, I, including me, suggested this. Had my grandfather skipped my dad and left the land right. to me or uh, in his will, I think that would have solved the problem, right? Correct. Because yeah. your dad would have never owned it. So, did your is your dad? Uh, did he own it before your grandfather died? No, nope. at all. But he was living there. Yes. Yeah. So usually, so the concept of a disclaimer is like, you're not forced to inherit anything. Right. So if somebody says, look, I'm going to give you this piece of land and you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't want that piece of land because it's whatever. I don't want, you can disclaim, Mm -hmm. say I don't, but part of a disclaimer is you could, you can have already reaped some of the benefits and then disclaim. Right. So and you don't get to say who it goes to either. It's it's basically it's like you predeceased the person who gave it to you. Right. Go to whoever they want it to go to. So um, but it's you know, it's kind of hard to file disclaimer when you're living on the land. Yep. So it's going to happen either. I I don't know if in Minnesota they have a state recovery. So they will probably um, like in Ohio, if they're paying for your grandmother or your mother, your mother, my mom. Yeah. So, mom. so they would keep a running tab on how much they're spending on mom. So when that when that property leaves your uh, mom or dad's family, uh, then they're going to try and recoup it because they're going to have a lien on the property. Um, I don't know if that is, you know, you need to talk to uh, elder care attorney in uh, in Minnesota, but if they have a state recovery. That, so, I mean, the other option is to, well, privately pay if you can, but you'd yeah. probably have to mortgage the farm to privately pay. So, yeah. but private, you know, you're probably better off just, I don't know, I hate to say it, let's let Medicare put the lien on and then try and negotiate the lien. Yeah. Medicare. Yeah. So Medicaid, something, let's say they spend a hundred grand. Sometimes they, they can negotiate it down to something less. Right. Sure. And they haven't spent <clears throat> a lot yet on my mom. Cause she only went in about three months before my grandfather passed. So <laughs> that's, that's a plus. So, and then they're that's gonna, right. It, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Long-term care in general though. Right. Is a nightmare. Yeah, I guys. Mean, look, I, I said on other shows, they're spending money on Mars. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, they're Pay for people's know, nursing homes. Medical costs, it doesn't even matter what inflation is historically, medical costs yeah. triple that. Yeah. So, I mean, with all the help that they're giving to people with, you know, all this other stuff with student loans and all these things, you think there'd be some room to subsidize some things that, frankly, I mean, that's the generation that, that helped build America, right? Fought the wars, all that kind of stuff. But it's just, uh, it's sad because, I mean, it's in our area, it's running ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a month. Right. I mean, to say, and it's changed. This has never happened before. Right. I mean, the problem is, is like, like when my grandfather's dad passed away, 
he didn't have this issue. And when, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's now, and I hear it and it's not just my family. I hear it happening. I talked to, uh, an estate planning attorney, uh, there in the area. And he said, this is happening all over here. So when you say it didn't happen with, uh, your grandfather's dad, that they didn't have these issues, was it because it was more affordable or was it because people weren't living as long? Do you think? Both. I think, I think it's people weren't living as long and they're they're dying at home. And yeah, they were dying at home. There was no long, there's no such thing as, I mean, there were nursing homes maybe, but very few people. And the cost was uh, manageable without you wouldn't lose your land. I mean, now, um, now I think it is you hit it on the head, Tony. It's people yeah. living longer, uh, but also it's also the cost of long-term care. Yeah, you know Medicaid's not going to take the land, right? But right, they have a lien on it. So whenever yeah. you go yeah. to dispose of it, if and when you dispose of it, um, it they're going to want to re. So disposing it would be, um, you know, leaving your so did the land. So did the land go to your mom first? No, it's my dad's dad, and it was uh, transferable on death immediately. So the minute my grandfather died, the land became my father's. Okay. So, but your grandmother's in the nursing home. But my mom. My oh, your mom. mom is, your mom. Okay. Your mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, you got that issue. Yeah. It's a stupid yeah. issue, but it's, I mean, yeah. yeah like I said, the, the, the amount of money the government spends on needless Dumb stuff. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could be, they could be paying for nursing homes. So while you yeah. uh, senators and congressmen are listening, Hey, it's about time. Well, it's a big crisis. <laughs> I mean, you know, they say, oh, man, we got to have Medicare. We got to have social security. Um, I think a social safety net that they've got to have is something to help out with long-term care. And I'm not one for government right. um, yeah. taking right. care of people or right. living off the but, the government. But at the same time, you know, people are talking about healthcare in general or health insurance or college. Um, I see a bigger issue with long-term care. Uh, and, you know, I guess it does, but I mean, does it cost $10,000 to keep someone in a 10 by 10 room? It's insane. Yeah. And the CNAs that take care of them, especially in the state run facilities, they, I mean, some of them start at $16 an hour and they're the ones that change the diapers and bathe them and help them go to the bathroom and turn them over when they can. In uh, employment in in that industry too. And that my guess is that's why. I mean, you're grateful to those people because that's a tough job. I mean, just seeing those people. My son did it for many years during his summers. It's it's depressing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's one thing. I, okay. I know that's a concern. Uh, Tony Marlette, what do you have for us? Well, what about the markets or that situation? Yeah, really. I mean, uh, September, I think, was a big disappointment where we were off to a little bit of a, a better start in October. But I think that's starting to wane. We're getting some inflation numbers today, which do not appear to be encouraging. And last I read, if that's correct, it was 04 for September, which uh, would be somewhat encouraging because that would put us about 5% annually. But at bottom line, uh, I, I, I don't think they're getting anywhere with inflation. They're going to raise interest rates again. 
fair or not, they look at payrolls and payrolls are still very strong. So when they think they talk about raising interest rates, they look at payrolls. If payrolls are strong, they keep raising rates. It's yeah, well, we, kind of we, a weird thing that they look for is reduced payrolls. And that's when they begin tapering. So it's kind of like uh, you can't win one way or the other because nobody wants to see layoffs. But at the same time, yeah, you know, but, they have to they have to do something about inflation, which usually but, means raising rates. You know, but yeah. some of those indicators either lag or precede the event, sure. right? So, sure. So the you know time you figure out the payroll cost, then the other issue is well, now look, we're going to have to raise the price of goods. Even even last year, we raised our tax returns. We hadn't raised them in ten years, so it was time. But um, look, we may have to do it again. I mean, it's just everything. Co- I mean, paper. For the, I mean, paper was twenty five bucks a box. Now it's fifty bucks a box. I mean, just just simple things like that. Right. I mean, every time you raise the cost of uh, labor the cost of the product has to go up. I mean, yeah. it can't be absorbed just by the, by the, uh, by the company. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and as of the recording of the show, Tony, um, uh, I know that uh, because the inflation numbers for September came out and they actually went up instead of leveling off or going right. down. So now today the stock market, you know, it changes by the hour, but it's down right now. And uh and so it looks like it's headed downward again. So I can't tell you how many people I've met with lately that are say into retirement and they come to us like, well, where do I go? What do I do? Well, unfortunately, you know, if you're, if you're uh, into retirement now and you're relying on this for income, you know, you, you can't, you have two choices. You either get out now and forget about and just lick your wounds, or you try to, you know, reclaim some of it, which can really be worse. You know, there's old saying pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. So if you're in the market, you have to be in for the good and the bad. And so for me, like if I'm in my, you know, late sixties, early seventies right now, and I'm worried about this, I'm getting, (laughs) I'm getting, and there's another Tony Marlette that's in that age range. Okay. So, uh, but we have this conversation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if, if it's me in that situation right now and I'm worried, I'm getting out of the market. I don't care if it's going up next time. If I can recoup some of this, that's when I'm getting out and putting some of the bottom yeah. on it because it, you, you have to take the good with the bad. Or, Chris, you say it all the time with yeah. the roller coaster analogy. Yeah. Nobody screams on the way up. Right. So, or we have to use products that have some type of uh, protection built into them, you know, sure. and and again, you know, people hate the word annuities, but look, insurance companies are the only companies allowed by law to provide insurance on your investments. So right. um, you may have to, you may have to use them. I mean, it, yeah, I'd rather have some downside. I mean, there's MIGAs right that. now that yeah. are paying some decent where your principal's protected in sure. a MIGA and yeah. it's an fixed yeah. index MIGA where your principal's protected and, and you get a good rate. Yeah. I mean, rates are, you know, rates have come up. So that's something to look at. Um, especially if you're in an older one, maybe it's time to get out and get into a, a one with yeah. a higher rate. Yeah. Um, but it's it, it it is scary out there. But I went to the uh, I was at the Elite Advisors Forum uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, um, and all the pundits, at least then, said that they expected the fourth quarter to be positive. So look, it's not gonna I'm not saying it's gonna be twenty percent, but they don't think it'll be negative. So, and part of it, 
you know, I don't want to get political here, but part of it, they think that the Republicans will uh, at least gain one or two seats in the Senate and win back the Senate and possibly the House. So, you know, it's it's sad that um, stagnation in Congress is is actually a good thing. Like nobody gets anything done. <laughs> right. So, right. yeah, you, you have, you know. Uh, you know, having three, one party, you have all three houses isn't necessarily, I mean, all three uh, branches isn't necessarily good, but, um, you know, they're going to have to work together because right now things are not working. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I mean, inflation's high, market's down, bond market's down. We got problems with Russia. We got problems with uh, the border. We got problems with China. Um, you know, we get, you know, the abortion issue's still out there. I mean, it's just all those things out there that it's just, it's not whatever's going on right now is not working. Well, so everybody's, if everybody, you know, if you, if you have an investment account, you have a retirement account, uh, if you're one of our listeners, you know, if you're down 15, 20% and you've weathered this so far to your point, you're not, how, how much, how much worse? I don't want to sound yeah. naive. How much worse can, yeah. it, you know, can things really get? I mean, can they, yes, of course, so we, but if so you've we, weathered this up to yeah. this point. So call us about worth, those, um, yeah. those, what we call buffered products will give you some level. Of, I mean, there's one right now on, on name company names or anything, but it'll give you like a 15% buffer on the way down. And I think on the, on the upside, you can earn 17%. So, so like that's plenty, 17%. But if you, like Tony said, if the market's already down 20% or so, the odds of it going down another 15 are not that likely based on historical data. Yeah. It must be a record. Right. So uh, maybe it's time to look at something that, gives you some protection, you know, because like, again, nobody screams on the way up. Right. So on the way down, um, would you rather have, would you rather give up a little bit upside and have some protection or have no protection so you can get a hundred percent of the upside? Like, right. Right. So those, those are things we, we were looking at. So, yeah. And the bond, you can't, like you said, other typical things like gold and bonds are down as well. So we have the inverted yield curve. So absolutely. you can't Ooh, use the a, old six big word 40. for a radio guy. <laughs> oh, I only know that because wow. of you guys. Uh, Tony taught me that one off air. Yeah. yeah. That was, <laughs> I, I, that was like a 50 cent word, not even a 25 cent word. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I mean, that the inverted yield curve is, is provides some context too. Uh, you know, that we're in, in or at, at very best. We're in or at very best entering a recession. So inverted yield curve people, you know, they, they, they say they don't like definitions and whatever else, but you know, you have all this context now to add to the fact that we've had negative GDP. You have the inverted yield curve rates going up, real estate's coming down, new housing stocks are down. And honestly, we're starting to see some layoffs from some big companies. And, and I hate to go back to this, but the, one of the big driving factors is oil. Like you, yeah. you, you change the price of gasoline, diesel fuel, all that. It affects everything. Yeah, everything. the price of everything goes up because yeah. it costs I mean, more to make, ship. The, the, yeah, the price of lumber goes up. How does the price of lumber yeah. go? Well, they got it. They got to cut it down. They got to mm-hmm. ship it. They, you know, it all co- it all takes fuel. So when anything you know, made out of plastic. Yeah, and because so when, it's oil and now, I mean, now look at you know people Florida. don't realize that. I mean, you look at Florida. Right. I mean, what I mean, the cost of rebuilding Florida is 25, 30 percent higher than it would have been a year ago. Right. So and we were talking about the other day and like, where, where do they put all that stuff? 
I mean, there's not oh. a landfill big enough for five counties of rubble, right? So, I mean, maybe they're just going to have to burn it. I don't know what they're going to do with it. So, but the cost to rebuild those those properties are going to be more. They're going to ship it to Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we got, we got plenty luck, of land, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, you've seen those pictures. I mean, just it's like a bomb went off, right? So, well, where do you put all that stuff? So, mm-hmm. but, um, but you know, if you don't control oil everything changes. And I, I, a lot of this economy is driven by oil. Because and what of, about the news that Russia and OPEC have gotten together and the Saudis and, and they said, want to hey, cut the oil supply. We're going to cut the supply to drive the prices back up. So, you know, look, you got to, we have enough oil here in this country. If, well, we'll get political again, so let's not go there, but look, we have enough oil, our own oil. We we're oil independent two years ago. Enough said. <laughs> Okay, so what else you got there, Tony, Mr. Shore? Well, um, you know, we were talking inflation. I I saw a headline today that says, uh, now this is uh, CNBC said this morning, and one of their, it was like their second headline after the Dow slump. uh, It said a quarter of Americans are expecting to delay their retirement due to rising costs and inflation, according to a new study. So 25%. I can see that happening. Yeah, well, for sure. And we should be hearing today, actually, about officially Social Security cost of living increase for next year. What did we say? It was going to be around 8.9% or something like that? Yeah, they said it's going to be the highest since 1980, the biggest increase since 1981. And I thought, I don't know if that's happened yet, has it? Where's that money coming from? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just taking it off the back end. So, uh, Tony Marlette, you better save your own money. But That's why, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not going to be around when Tony Marlette gets. Well, there. there's a warning on the website, and I put this in a in an article that I wrote uh, about a warning from Social Security, basically saying if you're scheduled to claim benefits in 2035 or later, then you're probably going to see a shortfall. It's not sure. people say, well, it's not going to be there for me. That's not necessarily correct. It's just going to be less than what you've uh, what you should be. Yeah, expecting. it'll be there as long as there are people working. Social Security is going to be there. There's just going to be a shortfall. But there are there are ways that they can make that shortfall up. I mean, yeah. they it's they'll not, raise absolutely. The, stop spending stop spending money on Mars. Well, you also okay, they're not going to do that. They're probably people, still going to do that. You know, they the most income that they tax on Social Security and Tony, like you, I'm not I'm not advocating for more taxes or more government intervention here, but you're only taxing Social Security wages or you're you're taxing wages for Social Security up to one hundred forty seven thousand. Why not make it more? And I think peop, most people high earners would yeah. be on board with that if they could yeah. say, well, you know what, there's a tangible benefit here. Either I'm going to be getting more Social Security or more money well, going into the system I mean, for spending it. That, yeah, we that, need the Uber. We need the super wealthy like Chris Anselmo to pay more into Social Security. <laughs> yeah, Don't I mean, get him started I, I, on that, Tony. We need a new <laughs> podcast for that one. Yeah, so, I mean, there is, you know, the thing that, you know, like in Medicare, you you pay. And then Social Security gets capped off, Tony, you said, it, as you get to certain levels. But, um, you know, maybe they'll just have to raise that. I don't think they can uncap it. Because, you know, the guy who's making $10 million a year, does he have to keep paying it? He, because there's a limit on how much Social Security will pay. I don't know. It's, 
I don't know what the number is, three or three or four thousand dollars a month, whatever like it is. Thirty six hundred or something. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if the guy's paying in, you know, a boatload of money, he's never going to get anything more back. It doesn't. It's not really fair to him either or her. Yeah, right? no, you so, can you can scale it up. You right. don't have to go right away and say uh, uncap it, but you can scale right. it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. move it up yeah. to you know two hundred thousand or something like that. Yeah. So you know, it's look, they got to do something. Or, you know, God forbid they should just cut spending. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, My look at I hurts from I mean, the laughter, Chris. I mean, look at all That's the, spending. I mean, look at all the They're projects. Hey, I, I told you to one another podcast where they were, I was, I was actually in Italy. Right. And the only, the only broadcast on English was like, I don't know, CNN, I don't know what it was. It was some travel channel. Whatever uh-huh. it was. And there was people out there on this ocean vessel, just uh, probably a billion dollar ship, whatever it was. And they're like, well, what are you doing? And they're like, we're cataloging every known species in the, every species in the ocean. Like what? Like, first of all, how would you ever know you got them all? Right. And then they're like, so they asked them like, well, at the current pace, how long is this going to take? 500 years. Like who's been, who's paying for this? Right. I mean, and why do we need to know? And it's just, you know, just yeah. stuff like that, that they spend money on, they could be spending it on nursing homes, right. They could be spending it on social security. So, yeah, I just, that's a whole other soap <laughs> opera. <laughs> I got, I got, and I think, I think everybody like not, Everybody, but I would say the vast majority of Americans agree, right? Don't we don't right. need needless spending, but it doesn't get done. Here we are, yeah. yeah. So we right. have, that was we a have good a, discussion. Yeah. Um, and for our listeners, we're having a we're having a pumpkin smash, Tony. Um, so we had, we had a little uh, piece of land, land next door to our building, and uh, we're going to do it. I think November fifth. So the kids could come where there's going to be games and food trucks and stuff. So they could come smash all their pumpkins. And Tony, we tried to book the smashing pumpkins, but they declined. <laughs> Tony, Brian, he, he's, he's the, he's the right. The, 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 look at all those albums back there. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee he's listening to some smashing pumpkins. Oh but, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. We tried to get them. They were busy. Uh, Billy Corbin <laughs> said no. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to, uh, yeah. Billy said no. Uh, yeah. They they don't say yes to any gig, even with a lot of money, but your, your smashing pumpkin event uh, probably yeah. wouldn't be enough to draw them out. Yeah. So, <laughs> and what we're doing, we're raising some money for our charity. We have a, a, a charity we, we fund that help uh, mortgage assistance and food assistance and things like that for the locals and so we um open a raise a little bit of money. like it's five That's bucks good. it's five bucks well, to come to if it's know. if it's for charity i mean we joke about it but you should ask send a send a send an email to billy corgan's management and say hey we want <laughs> yeah. the smashing pumpkins yeah. to perform at this charity event they don't have to they can just donate right they don't yeah. have to show or so, donate yeah maybe yeah. he can autograph some albums and you can give yeah, away some I smashing mean, it's, pumpkin like, albums. it's it's pretty cheap it's five bucks to come right you know so it's yeah. not, not a big thing so um it will probably have a food truck there and all kinds of games for the kids so um but all right so we're wow we're almost a half hour into this so uh i'll yeah. have to take it tony want to take us out all right uh tony marlette can give the information all right, so if you want to schedule with us, go over a financial review, have us uh, take a look at everything, you can schedule online at brooksidetax.com or give us a call, 440-886-3550. And as old sales manager always told me, repeat that number in a different seat, in a different, uh, 
3550 because as adults we remember last four numbers like 3550 better than we do 3550 and it's exactly. and a zero is not o's right so right all right great show today guys that does it all right thank you gentlemen okay take care Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.